0: and welcome to another episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Thanks for being here with me today. I wanted to talk today about the idea of there being one right way or um, only one way or the perfect way to proceed or to take action. And what I really want to talk about is the fact that there is no one right way. There is no one way of doing things, only one way of many. And it's easy to get stuck up in that space where we're looking for the quote-unquote right way, the best way, the only way to move forward, as if there is just one kind of solution or one way of of looking at things or as if there's this perfect thing. And, you know, I know, as a general rule, dietitians are a bit of a perfectionist bunch, um, and that comes from not necessarily – you know a character <laughs> character trait, but more a programming from our cultural and social programming through to our training and all sorts of pieces that come together to create um, this environment that pushes um, dietitians particularly, but but I think a lot of people within the health fields to to um to aim for perfectionism. I'm not going to go into that too much. Actually, next week, a bit of us, Boiler or hat tip, next week I've got um, Jess from Empowering Dietitians coming on and we're going to be talking a little bit more about perfectionism. So if that's something you struggle with and you want to go deeper, then definitely make sure you tune into next week's episode. But this week we want to talk about how there is no one right way. So when we get stuck in that space of looking for the one right way or looking for that perfect way to proceed or looking for the way to take action, Generally, we can then get stuck in inaction, get stuck in over analysis, get stuck in decision fatigue, get stuck in procrastination. And hands up if you feel or if you've noticed or maybe you haven't noticed, but maybe you're a procrastinator. If you haven't noticed it and maybe you have, I'd invite you to just notice. Um, is procrastination or get curious, is procrastination your perfectionism in disguise? Are you stopping taking action and getting stuck in procrastination nation um, because you are worried about doing it quote-unquote wrong, worried about not finding the perfect way to move forward. Um, It's just something I encourage um, you to get curious about. Um, For myself, I noticed um, that was something that came up. um, And look, I've been on a very long journey away from perfectionism um, from unlearning a lot of those um, supremacy culture characteristics that are embedded in us that are programmed into us um, and it is a journey I don't think um, it'll ever go away it's about noticing and then trying to put other things in place and so this is an opportunity if you finally get stuck in this idea do you find you do get stuck in this idea of looking for that one right way and you sort of don't want to take action because you don't want to do the wrong thing or you don't want to say the wrong thing. And now sometimes this can be in taking action in our business. Sometimes this can be in putting forward um, opinions we might have or maybe it's about taking action in that um, anti-oppressive, you know, um, realm in the way of actually trying to change culture, trying to move away from those um, oppressive supremacy-based tactics that it can be easy to get stuck in inaction because you're scared or fearful of making the wrong move or quote-unquote wrong move or saying the wrong quote-unquote wrong thing. Um, and that inaction can be, can be hard because not only do you not take action or not move forward on what you're working on but also then there comes the guilt of not taking action of saying this thing's important to you but not actually moving towards it there can be guilt there can be questioning you know being worried that maybe this isn't um important and now it's not a bad thing to actually question what is important to us, because it can be easy for us to get stuck in other people's values. So I would recommend, and I'll put a link into it, if you find that is your issue, if you get stuck in inaction because you're not really sure whose values um, are coming up, then I'll pop a link to the episode I did on that, that was um, podcast number nine, around whose values. Um, But this, what I'm talking about today is more about when you get stuck from taking action, because... You don't want to get it wrong or you get stuck in research and analysis because you're looking for the right way. Hands up my over-researching, over-analyzing humans out there looking for the right course, the perfect course. You know, I know myself, um, I wanted to do a course around Instagram for a really long time. And I looked at so so many courses, and um and couldn't find couldn't find the quote unquote perfect one, um and couldn't find one that um that, yeah, that I wanted to do for a long time, um, until I came across Side Plug um the Movement Maestros um, Instagram Intensive because I would really highly recommend if you are looking for an Instagram tour course to check that one out. End of plug, not an ad. <laughs> I just did that course and I think it was amazing. Um, and I came out of it with some skills and some really great insight and some good friends. So I would highly recommend that. But anyway, tangent. Um, so sometimes it can be that get stuck in that research phase, you know, looking for the perfect coach, the perfect, um, the right way to proceed, you know, the right way to, the right platform to put your website on, the right plan, the right email provider, the right um, patient management system, the right. Um, Lost my you know, anything, the right, like, um, you know, like um, platform to put your group on, the right this and that. So the right name for your course, the right name for your business. You know, we get stuck in just trying to find this right, perfect, right thing. And so I wanted to offer up a couple of um couple of things today. As I said, one is to challenge that, to really get curious on, on what's going on there. Um, and then there's a few ways that I would say you can move through that or or you can kind of sort of challenge it. So one thing that is really helpful to do is to shift the focus from the outcome, from like the product, the 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 goal or whatever it might be to the process. So sometimes when we get stuck in like What's the right thing to do? We're so focused on it, um, you know, turning out right, you know. Um, We're focused on it being like this kind of like a one-and-done type process or like, okay, we'll just make that decision, I choose the right thing and then that's it. And instead, sometimes reframing or shifting slightly to think about it as a process. Kind of like, you know, if we think back to our training on running community programs or running health promotion programs, we think about that process of, um, you know, needs assessments, gathering all the information and the research, putting things into place, planning, then implementation, then evaluation and reflection and then that information going back into the plan phase for the next time you run the thing or the next time you go forward with a program um, so there's that cycle it's like a cycle cyclical process um, and there's a similar cyclical process in um, Barbara J loves um, liberatory c- consciousness um, liberatory framework and again I'll pop the link in the show notes to that which is a similar type process and basically it's about looking at something gathering your data gathering your information but not get stuck in that stage planning taking action and then gathering information or observing and reflecting and, and looking at what's happened and then use that information to go back into the process for the next time. And so by focusing on the process rather than the, just purely the outcome, that can help to shift a little bit away from that one right way because actually what you can do is embed in your process the understanding and the recognition that there will not be just one way that each time you do something you will get more information and you will tweak and refine and you will adjust Um, and as you learn new things as you unlearn certain things you will tweak and you'll refine and you'll adjust and there's that process of reflection and analysis that goes into that and so I think sometimes when we shift from that idea of the outcome to the process that can be one helpful step to start thinking about it differently um, than there being you know one right way so for example um, if we use something like, let's say you were trying to create a message or create create a way to talk to your audience, the people, the, the humans you want to work with to share your work, you were trying to think of a, a quote unquote perfect way to, you know, say um, say what you do. Let's speak about how you talk about what you do, like your elevator pitch. You know, that's a, that's a term used in business. So let's say you're trying to do that. There is not going to be one perfect right way, but what you can do is you can get clear on what you want to say and that's aligned with your values and the work you want to do and you can start saying it and then as you say it more and as you refine it then you can slowly tweak it and tweak it and over time until you're building it up and as your services change and as the way you work change and as your frame of reference change and as you unlearn a lot of the bullshit that's out there you might change again so to give an example something i used to say in my like work i used to do when i used to work to w- with women around their relationship with food was i used to say that i empowered women to build a healthy relationship with food. And then as I learnt more around um, supremacy um, culture stuff, as I learnt more around um, benevolent contempt, as I learnt more around um, the idea of power and sovereignty and liberation and things like that, I learnt... Or to me, the word empower wasn't aligned anymore with what I was, my beliefs and and the values I was trying to work towards and work into. And so what I came to the understanding for me my frame of reference was that empower was very much like as in I was the one giving people this power or giving people the ability to see their power. When in fact, that wasn't what I was trying to do at all, it was really just trying to create a space where these humans could actually move forward in whatever way worked for them. And so over time, what I did was change my language around that. So I, I refined that. So that's just one example around where there was no right or wrong. That wasn't, there. Was there's never going to be a perfect way to say a thing or do a thing. And so if we can shift that focus from the outcome or from the thing to the process that moves us towards the thing, then we can slowly think of it as a process that we can adjust. And we can build in the understanding and the capacity for um, reflection for analysis and for change and when we're building that in then we're built we're starting from the point of an awareness and actually an acceptance that there is no one right way because we're actually building in a process where we will change and we accept that change from the start so that's something that I would really offer up as a reframe and then the other part of um, you know recognizing that there's no right, one right way or no perfect way to move forward is around just getting started taking action And now I mentioned the movement maestro before around when I was talking about the Instagram intensive. But One thing that she often talks about in business and about taking action is getting the reps. Now, her background's in movement and exercise. And so, of course, when you think about doing reps in, in exercise, so getting the reps, just repeating things and doing it. And getting the reps, I think, is a really good kind of helpful concept. Um, is where you can just be starting to take action it's similarly to that process i was saying before where you're starting to just take action and do things over and over again and then you get the opportunity to refine them you also get the opportunity to let your nervous system and to let yourself know that it's okay you know that you can do these things and that you can um you know the worst the worst that can happen is you might say or do the wrong thing and then you have your space for repair and then you know you accept that harms happen and you repair Um, so we can take action in some ways that you can help you or two questions or two two things that I find really helpful when I'm in that space of not sure what action to take or not sure where to move forward or feeling stuck by maybe circumstances outside of my control so for example over the last few months um, here where I am we've been in lockdown um, and I've had my three kids home with me all the time. <laughs> and so um, taking action looks different, you know, working in and on my business look differently. And so these steps have been really useful for me in this time, but I've used them in other seasons of my life. And I use them just even on a daily basis. Um, today, for example, I had a real, I'd say a flat day, you know. Um, and so what I did or what I planned to do was I took into account these two questions. So the two questions that I asked, or the two kind of inquiries, inquiries of myself or spaces for curiosity is the first one is what resources do I have available in this moment? So what resources do you have available for making this choice, taking this action if you're stuck in in a space where you might want to take action? Or what resources do I have like if you're in a season of life or in a situation where you feel like, taking action, you're feeling stuck. So what resources are available? So that could be time, that could be money, that could be energy, that could be mood, that could be physical resources, that could be mental headspace, that could be anything. What resources are available to you in this moment? So over the last few months, what I've been thinking about is what resources are available to me. The amount of time I had, the amount of energy I had, the amount of emotional bandwidth I had, um, all of these things had shifted. And so what resources are available to me in this moment? And then the second part is what values are you trying to move towards? So if you've done some work to get clear on your values, you might have a list of values that are important to you um, or a list of values that you are working towards. And you may not be always working towards every single value at the same time. Um, Yes, you want to be having them as an overarching kind of guide for where you're moving in your life. Absolutely. Sometimes what you might be doing is moving it towards a specific value or sometimes you might be moving towards small but so what you can do here is to think of well what are you moving towards what's the priority in this moment what is the what values or with this action what values are you trying to move towards so it could be situational based on what you're trying to take make a choice or take action on or it could be um seasonal around where you are in your life and so thinking about what value or values you are trying to move towards and then from there creating a plan for you know that sort of cyclical plan for process for a process around taking action in this moment and the beauty I think of having that is um, a couple of things one it just kind of breaks it down um, away from just focusing on the focusing just on that on the doing like what is the action I want to take to what is what is behind like what what's in place to support the action I want to take um, what's in place to direct the action I want to take so when we think about the resources it's what's in place to support it and then thinking about the values is what's in place to direct it and that can help to come to a space where you're at so again for example um, over the last few months I've looked at that um, what, what I have available what are my resources and what values am I trying to move towards and then I was able to put in place a plan for okay well what are the things that I want to be taking action on in my business right now based on these resources that are available and put in a plan for that. And then building in time frames and and opportunities to reflect on that as things shift and as things change. And so that's something I'd offer up for you um, to get curious around. So if you are in a space where maybe things feel a bit outside of your control or where you are wanting to take action, but you feel stuck about like, what's the one right way? Because um, maybe you have less resources or less time. It's like, what's the one You know, if you're thinking like what's the one right thing, you know, what's the thing to focus on in my business if I only have this time? What you can use this process for is is to shift it to think is what what's the what's the one thing in this moment um that feels aligned with the support I have, the resources I have and the direction I want to be going. Um so rather than thinking of it as one right way, one right thing to do, but 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 actually just what's the next, what's one next step I can take in my business in this moment or in my life in this moment. So, we've got that. And then like I was suggesting too, that reorientation from outcome output to process. So, and actually building into that, the opportunity to reflect and to refine and to review. So, as you're going into it, you already have the acceptance there is no one right way. And you also have the opportunity embedded in there for for change. And so if it's something like, you know, when we're thinking about saying the quote-unquote wrong thing, you can have a process built in there for repair if things do go um, in a way that maybe you, you make an attempt at saying something and it does and you get feedback, and then you build in a build in a way for that feedback to be incorporated into then your next step. Um, you build in a space for repair if there is any harm or if something goes wrong. Um, and so you can have that built in from the start. And you can also, like I said, build in that acceptance that things will change, things will shift. You can build in timelines for reviewing. So, for example, if I use my example of like with the lockdown stuff, then I can build in a timeline to my process. Okay, well, this is what I'll do, and I might review monthly. And it might not be like a specific, you know, written down SPART goal type timeline thing, but it could just be by having that awareness and by having that process, you can just have it on your radar, I suppose. So rather than sort of this is what I'm going to work on, and then you kind of work on it indefinitely and things change and shift, and then you find you get to a point where it's like this isn't working. By having that space to actually review and reflect, you can be constantly... And not constantly changing things in a way of like always feeling like you've got to be changing, but you can just have it on your radar sort of at the the back of your mind there that things can shift and things can change. And there's always an opportunity to change how you do things, to change how you see things, to change how you say things, because change really is the only constant. Okay, so I'm just hopefully that um, feels supportive for where you are right now. So knowing there's no one right way, there is no perfect way. And when we get stuck in that, it keeps us in action. And that doesn't help anyone. It doesn't support you. It doesn't support you to move forward in your business. And it doesn't support the humans that you want to share your work with because your work's not getting out there. Your voice isn't getting out there. The words that you want to say, the message that you want to put out there, the opinion you want to share, the different way of showing up that you want to show is possible for these humans. Um, And... When they're looking for a dietitian just like you, you're not there, so it doesn't support or help anyone. So there is no one run way. There's no great way, no perfect way. And so if we can shift the focus from the outcome to the process, then that can be supportive. And so you can keep uh, have one of those process where it's built in around that, like I said. And then also when you're in that action. When you're in that space where you're wanting to take action but maybe feeling stuck or maybe feeling like things are outside of your control or maybe feeling like you need the perfect answer or the one answer, and then using those questions for curiosity, opportunities for curiosity. What resources are available to me in this moment and what values am I trying to move towards to help you to shape, um, to, to get an awareness of what support's in place for what you're trying to achieve and what is the direction that um, that, you're, that is there for that as well. So I hope that feels supportive. I'd love to hear your thoughts around this um, and, feel, and and any feedback that you have. So feel free to pop over to Dietitian Values and drop some questions, comments, concerns in the podcast episode post. Or, of course, reach out um, by DM over at Instagram on Dietitian Values. Or you can head over to dietitianvalues.com to grab any of the links that I talked about in the show notes. And also you can find information on how to contact me there if you wanted to reach out i um, super grateful for you to for listening along. Oh, and I did actually have an ask today. I haven't asked this um, and I would just really appreciate it if – What you're listening to or what you've heard today, if it has been supportive or if you've been listening to some of the episodes, if there's been some episodes you feel really resonated or supportive, I would absolutely love it if you would share these episodes with anyone in your life that you feel would benefit, another dietitian perhaps um, or another helping or health professional. I'd really appreciate a share of the podcast or if you felt like you would like to do it, you could also go over and add a review wherever you listen to the podcast. But I would really love a share because I'd love for messages or information that you find that resonate for you for that to be spread further um, and for all humans out there to um to to be involved in this conversation okay so thanks for that and i look forward to chatting again soon bye for now Thank you so much for listening i really appreciate you and the time you've given to me if you like what you heard please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out, at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging.